Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers. This is your host, Sam Basher, joined as always as uh, with Mr. DJ Waldridge. Wait, so am I the guest? Huh? No, you're joined as always. Mm-hmm. So, but so am I the am I the Andy Richter to your because if you're the host, no, you don't listen to enough podcasts. All podcasts sound like this when they start in the beginning. Uh, All the podcasts that were only stupid answers. I'm your host, DJ Woldridge, and with me, as always, is Mr. Sam Basher. It's if you every podcast is in the top ten of every category starts like this. If we work hard enough, we can be we can be at the top of the jazz charts in no time. Um. So, for those that don't know, if you're part of our Patreon, patreon.com slash Spencers, you can watch us do this podcast live. Mm-hmm. And we're joined right now by Caitlin Conway, who says, Hello, I just killed a giant spider in my apartment, so I am ready for this monster episode. Whoa. And yes, this Whoa. is, uh, if you don't know, spiders is one of the topics we talk about. Also monsters, but also mm-hmm. movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comic books. Yes. Video games. Yes. And more. And I'm going to have just a forewarning. Mm-hmm. I shoveled about one bowl's worth of chipotle and one bag's worth of chips yeah. into my gullet and i could feel it like you know when you're eating so fast you're like my tummy's not full mm-hmm. but you can tell that by the plate being half empty <laughs> i should be yeah. probably means it's not it hasn't hit my gullet hasn't yeah. talked to my noggin communication hasn't happened yet Mm-mm. yeah and now it is because all the blood's going to start running to your tum tum mm-hmm. to help digest that sure is yeah full of blood and chipotle <laughs> down there yucks yuck <laughs> that's gross and uh yeah that's uh, the gist of the show thanks for joining us uh, we'll <laughs> there, see you next there time. it is there, that's it mm-hmm. um so what we're talking about monster movies because this weekend saw the release of godzilla king of the monsters which was probably one of my most anticipated movies of the year whoops um, <laughs> whoops on my part. Uh, you uh, can actually check out our spoiler-free minus one or two spoilers in mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel, youtube.com. One or two. Wait, hold on. Pause real quick. Awesome. So there's a, we're looking at like something of earth and there looks to be like a fire in the corner. You see what I'm seeing on the right side? Yeah, it's a little volcano. Okay. Yeah, it's a little volcano. <laughs> Just a little, a little whole city's on fire mm-hmm. in this little like, it's like a screensaver of earth. Let's describe the screensaver to you mm-hmm. really quick. By the way, what was your favorite screensaver on your Windows XP computer? Pipes. Pipes. Pipes, Pipes are good. Uh, colorful cube that would mm-hmm. turn into spikes that would turn into a yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Classic. That's mm-hmm. going to open up somebody's brain. They're like, whoa, whoa. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You sure did. You sure did. So um, before we dive into Godzilla. Godzilla. It's still stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't even like the song, but it's, it's stuck in my song. head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about other things. Sam, what are you into this week? <laughs> what a segue. Um, it's, uh, well, actually, we got to talk about a lot of the stuff I was into this week on our comic book podcast, which you can yes. find at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. It's called Let's Talk Comics. You can actually follow the tags to find all that proper information, and that's an audio and video. Enough plugging. But we actually talked about a bunch of DC events that wrapped up and began this week. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah, let's, um, let's please. You can f- hear all of our thoughts on Marvel, DC, and Indy over there. But I wanted to focus on DC Leviathan and Doomsday Clock number 10. Doomsday Clock starting
important first is the 10th issue like i said but it is the final like it all pieces are set up everything makes sense now everything works and so all we got to do is end it and we're gonna land mm-hmm. this plane and this plane's gonna land it within the next five four to ten, five months yeah, yeah no it's got it can't be it can't be four months it's way too soon it's gotta be DJ, three months you're kidding yourself maybe this will be done this will this comic will be done before 2020 I can guarantee it. Can and, you? Because the next issue is supposed to be out in August, right? August. And then, yeah, then if we give it another three months, it'll be November. Yeah, if it comes out in three months. It, you know, like, I've been waiting on the last issue of uh, Batman Creature, Creature of the, of the Night, Night for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, no, that, that comic will never... I don't know why. I don't know mm-hmm. why it's been solicited twice. I don't know what's wrong with it. I hope someone will tell me about it. Um, so tell us about it in the comments down below. Um, but at DC Leviathan, if you want a spy book, if you're like, hey, Superman, that guy is just a, he just punching monsters in the face. What? Well, who want, cares about who that. cares about that? Well, how about this? How about a spy agency versus <laughs> Superman at first? Like, well, I'm a little intrigued. Okay, how about this? Jimmy Olsen has a one night stand in Gorilla City, and he has a cat that vomits up blood all over his hotel. How's he going to pay the bill? Well, I guess we got to buy a ten dollars comic to figure out that it might be how he's going to do that. It might be slightly reductive, but I will tell you, it was one of the, my favorite comics I've read all year. Matt Fraction, what a dude! It was so so funny. Um, you guys, what's that sound? What's that sound? What's that sound? That's a that's an us that's an us joke. That's a that's an us joke only. Um, this is the sound of root beer, but it should be the sound of. Doctor, or no, excuse me, mm-hmm. Mr. Pibb. He is not, doesn't have a doctorate. Don't kid yourself. He doesn't have a doctorate. Here's what I want to talk about. So as of the recording of this episode, right, there's been a big announcement. <laughs> there's been a big announcement that we it's been confirmed. It's been rumored for a few weeks. Uh, but apparently uh, there's some competition for the role. But Robert Pattinson, our good boy Rob Pats, um, a.k.a. Pattinson, which, by the way, I had to look up. Because I was like, you know, Robert Pattinson looks so young. I had to look up his actual age, and he's my age. Oh, there <laughs> he's, you go. he's my age. Um, but when I was looking it up, if you go to the Wikipedia, it's Robert Pattinson, knee Pattinson. And I'm like, Internet's doing its job. Mm-hmm. The Internet's still doing its job. It's on top of it. Uh, he's been cast as Batman in Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman. Some people are reporting it as he's cast as Batman in Matt Reeves' upcoming trilogy. And I was like, well, let's, let's, let's just do the first one first and let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. It's um, not biting enough more than you can chew, DC. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I wanted to know, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to see how you felt about that. Hate it. <laughs> There, there's one person who disagreed with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I, flake, I flaking love it. It's great. It's, I, what's your, what's your gauge of how the internet's reacting? Because I see a lot of people defending it, but nobody against. It's one of those like when you see people when you see something's trending on Twitter and you click on it, it's all and it's people. old people saying, "Why is this trending?" And yeah. It's like what well, because of you right now. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, you're not super helpful. It's like. Uh oh, Applebee's is trending. What they do, and it's like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I will never know why it did. And also, articles online never really explain it either. Yeah. So, Twitter, you're really pulling a wool over our eyes. So people whatever. are defending it as if people are against it, but I actually haven't seen anybody be against it. Here, here's one. Okay, you. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, are you really? No, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> also, I don't care. At this point, like Ben Affleck sounded cool. People were mad because of um, there were more. There were worse things happening in their life. They didn't want to focus on it, so they talked about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think everyone's either the world's better or we're just too depressed to mm-hmm. argue about this. So yeah. We're just like, let's just get the Batman movie and see if it's good. Yeah, because Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne was great, and his Batman was interesting. And what Zack Snyder did with Batman 
in terms of action was cool. Yeah. And then I am not on on board with basically anything else that happened after that. Remember in the which by the way I will defend the Batman v Superman director's cut because it's it, it they cut out stuff that actually makes it a movie. Um but the they also made it R rated like Batman like for, in the fight he like kicks a guy in a crate in the uh director's cut like blood shoots everywhere and you're like whoa. Yeah. Anyway, it's what um, what a interesting take on a children's character yeah. where you could have told a very cool political drama about these ideologies of these two heroes no. but instead it became about what's your mom's name game and uh, oh, I, by the murder. way i will def- i will defend that too i will I, defend that too because it's it's a great moment of batman's ape dislikes superman because he's dehumanized superman he doesn't perceive superman as a person so in that moment it's somebody realizing that you are a person too and we're able to connect that and i think it's a good use of incredibly obscure comic book lore oh, of their parents being both having the same name. I think people like to focus on that because of the rest of the movie is not that good. I mean, yeah. I think in a better movie that would play better. Yeah, except Batman was branding regular See, that's regular what I'm saying. Criminals. That's what I'm saying. If the, if the movie around it was better, I think that moment could have played better. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about most uh, moments in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like those movies, but hey, we're not talking about that today. We're talking about uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert I Pattinson. totally lost it. I, here's, um, the, here's the thing. I really like it because Good Time is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie, and Robert Pattinson's amazing in it. Also, just looking at that boy, if you were to imagine, picture in your brain the perfect bone structure for, well, perfect bone structure, I guess, in general, but also bone structure for Bruce Wayne. Like, it's like, that. yeah, that's that's Bruce Wayne. Like, that's that's that guy. Uh, David Rodriguez is writing, I like it, but the Twilight fans wanting Kristen Stewart and the werewolf dude as Joker or Robin just need to stop. Um, David, I think you're in very specific parts of the internet because those people are all quiet on quiet on this front. Yeah, yeah. Not, not seeing that anywhere. Not seeing, not seeing that. Although, yeah. by the way, Kristen, also they're not. They couldn't be fighting for it. They must be just throwing the idea yeah. out. Uh, Kristen Stewart has done some really compelling stuff post Twilight as well. Both her and Robert Pattinson have done taken on some really interesting roles and really interesting projects. To build off that, Taylor Lautner has done a lot of really good work with Adam Sandler at Universe. So. He did one where he played a, I think, believe, you can correct me on this, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a simpleton in a Western. Remember Ridiculous Six? I remember that it exists. I didn't see it. Yeah. That's why the clip I saw when my dad had it on on the TV while he was working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That's how people watch Adam Sandler movies now. Hey, Taylor Lautner, I don't think he's a bad actor. Um, he doesn't need to. He can just do his own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. I do like some people have edited him and Robert Pattinson to like the Batman 66 situation. I am a fan of that. I think that's pretty funny. That would be fun. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's good casting. I think Matt Reeves is a good director. I think it's going to be a good movie. Okay. Important question. I actually saw yeah. this trending as well. When it comes to his costume, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick what exactly you'd want from a bad costume, right? Mm-hmm. So to kind of narrow it down, yeah. how would you want it? Nipples or nippleless? I'm going to go nippleless. Controversial that's, opinion, nippleless. That is, then you're not a real fan. Yeah, it's true. Then you're not a real mm-hmm. fan. His nipples are so horny for justice, they yeah. just poke right out of the suit, out, right out of they, the bulletproof it, Kevlar. On, like on the same note, uh, same Why idea. I, same idea is the. I really liked the costume. <laughs> as much as people rip on the Zack Snyder movies, I don't think you can rip on the casting. Or the the costumes and the production design, any of that stuff. I will say, Batman's costume, like the fact that they're like muscle veins, 
and we literally see it stop bullets in the movie. So it's not skin tight. So like, what are you, what are you go, what are you going for there? <laughs> I know it's that was a, a, that was it. That was a specifically a design <laughs> choice in universe. And we know that like those are like the water cooling things. Sometimes like some might be veins that they added in there, cause but usually it's like a the cooling system inside the suits so they don't overheat and die. Really? Yeah. In, in real life? Yes. That's why you oh, sometimes cool. you'll see like a silver lining sometimes on like mm-hmm. some of the seams and like that's what I, the interviews I read were described as that is the cooling system within the suit to kind of it's like water cooling. And, and that's not an in-universe explanation. That's literally to keep Ben Affleck from dying from heat exhaustion. You remember so. Deadpool and Batman v Superman kind of came around the same came out around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Deadpool, his name is Ryan Reynolds, walked <laughs> off set with the costume. And they're like, whatever. And then Ben Affleck heard that and he was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, can I leave with a Batman suit?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars." Mm-hmm. Then he left. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't. He did not leave with that. And hey, is you know, the Deadpool suit not that expensive? <laughs> it, I mean, the movie was they made it for so cheap. I mean, yeah. it must be somewhat expensive. But hey, he gets kind of thrown around and ragdolled. So. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make it that expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's a good costume. They did a good job. It did. Um, yeah. What, what about you? Are you? Are you? What's the other guy that's up Nicole? for Robert Batten for playing Robert Pattinson? <laughs> <laughs> in the Batman. It was Nicholas Holt with which, with which nothing against Nicholas Holt. Yeah, go with Robert Pattinson. Like, what do you? T- what? I mean, is that real? Was that a real conversation? How about this? Mm-hmm. Riddler. Sure. For, for him. Sure. You're not excited. No. Him as... I'm not as excited for the Riddler. I'd li- I'd like to see a really good take on the Riddler. I remember people were throwing that name around post uh, the Dark Knight because they wanted more the Dark Knight. They mm-hmm. wanted like another Joker, which is usually how Riddler's used. That was how he's used in Batman Forever. It's like I guess this is our Joker now. You know what I mean? Um, so I'd really want somebody. I'd really want somebody to like do an interesting take on Riddler, which I think it exists. And Matt Reeves might be the one that cracks it. The rumors are that the villains are. Penguin and Batwoman. Batwoman. Catwoman, excuse me. Or Batwoman. Or Batwoman. No, but it's the rumors are Penguin and Catwoman. Never seen that before. Well, that's the other weird thing. It's like, is that rumors that just like fan wish fulfillment? Like, let's just do it again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a Clayface. You brought, brought up Clayface before. Because also he's a detective. So it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's like an ultimate, like, who, who do, who's the hardest person to take down? It's the shapeshifter who's constantly, like, shapeshifting into other actors. You're 100% right. Can I tell you my issue with the Clayfaces and the Poison Ivies and the Mr. Freezes of the, of the Batman uh, canon? No. Okay. <laughs> no, what are no, you no, saying? They, they are not very, they're not grounded. You know what I mean? You say if I didn't eat a bunch of clay, I wouldn't. Yeah, turn you wouldn't into turn into the... Clayface. I I think like the idea of doing a Batman detective story, it's like you want like a real, tangible, relatable threat. And on the one hand, your pitch for the shape shifting thing is it was really solid, and we make a really cool movie. On the other hand, that's one hundred percent a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. That's not a detective movie. That that is a superhero movie. You got a clay dude running around. Well, then you get a noir. Detective movie set yeah. in a superhero movie. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. That's a that's a good pitch. And and you and the good thing about Clayface is nobody gives a shit. So there's more room to do what you need to do for the story. You have like a hero version of him. You have a villain version of him. Yeah. There you go. You have the wide, just you have a big old character you can kind of. Play Nobody's going to be like, wait, that's not how Clayface is supposed. There's literally that person does not exist on the internet. No. And so you're pretty good to go. Yeah. And if Penguin doesn't eat raw fish, then I don't know why we're making not make why why are we making this movie? If we're not hiring Danny DeVito again, who's your clayface? Who's your go to for clayface? Danny DeVito. 
Other than Danny okay, DeVito. Picture, but picture his voice in like a kind of like yeah. a, a shape that big. Yeah, no, I get it. It's great. Yeah, I don't disagree. Who's your, but, but uh, who else? Uh, other than Danny DeVito. Okay, you hire Tom Hardy, but you never get his face on screen. He mm-hmm. always does the voice mm-hmm. behind the scene, kind of like Venom. <laughs> yeah, of, 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 of like uh, a clay face. Yeah, yeah. Grumbles. Mm-hmm. Grumbles McGee, something like that, or Ryan Reynolds, and but he's a never on screen. He just does the voice, and then at the end we find out he's Batman's dad. <laughs> oh, I spoil a movie. Yeah. Oh, which one? movie did he spoil? Uh-oh. Can you guess? Um, something they did something fun in Machete Kills, uh, which was there's a guy that could have like classic movie perfect masks that make him look like the person, and they got a, a series of big name actors to play. Like I think Walton Gog, he's Walton Goggins at one point. And he's Lady Gaga at another point. I remember that. And it's, yeah, it was, it was a really fun bit. So that could be cool, too. That was actually um, what I, my pitch for doing Joker post Heath Ledger. Because mm. obviously there's like a high bar to clear with that. Is take Grant Morrison's idea of Joker is able to adapt his personality. He's constantly evolving who he is. So you have him in a Hannibal Lecter role where he's behind, he's in a prison kind of obscured in shadow. And each time somebody goes to visit to talk to him, he's played by a different actor as he's kind of redefining who he is. So you kind of like clear the palette, like get Heath Ledger out of people's brains. And then you do the final reveal at the end of like, this is our Joker. <clears throat> you do. And now that I said, oh, oh, there's no way a studio would ever do that. No, also, Never, ever, I ever mean, do that. Mr. Freeze is a little bit more grounded than that idea. No, I, I think there's a way to do it that, that you make it clear that this is a person like redefining who they are finding their new voice a bit of, a, a bit of dr parnassus imaginarium i mean yeah that's what they had to do in that situation mm-hmm. but see we did went the other way where it's like i always relate this to the pope because i think it was like john paul ii was like crazy popular and so then they had a pope that nobody liked and now we're back to another pope that everybody likes you gotta you gotta get the you gotta throw one in the trash and i think sorry jared leto you were the one that we kind of like whoops but he's still in talks. Yeah, we got it out of the way, and now we're going to get uh, Walking Phoenix, and it's going to—he's at least going to be great. Mm-hmm. We'll just see what that movie ends up yeah. being. I'm in—I'm—I'm in, I'm, uh, I'm optimistic, but you know what? There's plenty of other characters you can play around with. Uh, have fun with—you know what? Honestly, Riddler could be really interesting because it's—if you wanted someone grounded and that is based in like someone having to be a detective and to be at the top of their intelligence for the story, yeah. Riddler's one you can use. It's—it's it's less. Also, more recent. There's been like a lot of scarier riddlers i think scott snyder did like a fun one with like years zero year or whatever and tom king's war of jokes and riddles that riddler was very uh he's very competent Mm -hmm. he could use his intelligence in ways that weren't just riddles those were fun man i get why sometimes dc writers don't use riddler or if they're he's there he's in the background like in his suit and you're just like don't let him talk because i have to come up with a riddle yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. take someone else it's kind of like you got to be really brave to tackle etrigan Mm -hmm. because either either a you throw the rhyming in the trash or b it's got to be good Mm -hmm. it's got to be good rhyming because especially when you read somebody that's really great tackle etrigan it's like you can't compete with because this is actually this is actually amazing. Like, this is actually really good. One, there was an Etrigan comic that came out last year. And if you guys don't know, Etrigan is a man who can turn into a demon by saying a rhyme. And the demon only speaks in rhymes. Yes. And, and to the point where I think it's now established that there's a, a tier of demon that only speaks in rhyme. And Etrigan is at that tier. Which, it, the, there is a joke, though. You meet Etrigan's brother. Because mm-hmm. they're like the sons of one of the devils. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's pretty fun. Um, or something like that. But they always make fun of... Uh, that it's a speech impediment that he has because mm-hmm. he got nerd. He's 
he likes being on Earth. Yeah. Even though, like, he's a demon and he wants to take, raise hell on Earth or whatever. Yeah. He kind of likes it a little yeah. bit. He's been here for centuries now. And um, that speech impediment was when he was growing up. He just didn't, like, fit in with the other demons. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he would always kind of rhyme. That's fine. it sounded more prestigious yeah, when he'd yeah, yeah. speak and so he can speak normal yeah but that was a in like that's funny. It, that doesn't mean it's gonna uh, be in everything else it's, it's gonna be canon now to, but it is funny in that in that story i really liked it because it was such a fun way for demons to go at each other and it could mm-hmm. be larger than life so much fun i think blue devil at one point became a rhyming demon where he had to rhyme all the time i'm glad they got rid of that <laughs> <laughs> by the way not a fan also the other other one that's really challenging is bizarro yeah because his pick. reverse he's like are you gonna do it and because again if you commit to it Pronouns and nouns are backwards sometimes, and sometimes verbs are backwards. But sometimes they're not. And sometimes they're backwards, but they don't mean opposite. Like Grant Morrison, everything is opposite. Yeah, and but that, especially in his all-star super. But again, like, and it's tough when you're going against somebody like Grant Morrison because it's like that's just – he's on another level. That's too. very hard to read. Yeah, and it's it's hard to read, and but it's also the, the level of complexity to the work. It's like how are you going to top that? I really liked in Superman the Animated Series – where his conception of reality is just kind of backwards. Like, like he he finds out that because he's just a messed up clone of Superman, it's like Superman's world exploded, and he left. So to be like Superman, I need to explode this world, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's because all the thoughts and memories are there, but the wires don't quite connected right. You know what I mean? It's a real big so, bummer. Yeah, it's real sad. It's a mm-hmm. sad, but it's also less complicated than reverse speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, Michael Sarah, I could imagine putting up their own creepy spin on Penguin. That's from Wendy S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also Carl Urban as... Can't tell. But, yeah. uh, Although I, I always, back in the day before we cast Ben Affleck, I thought Carl Urban would have made a great Batman. Yeah, he would have been really cool. Yeah. Have you ever seen Dread? No. Recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, real good. I've heard the pitches. I can almost guarantee your brother has seen Dread. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, course he, he has. I've been in yeah, a conversation yeah. with both of you guys talking yep. about it, and I was there. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. You guys good are movie. Big fan. Good big fan. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie, and Carl Urban's really good in it. So. Yeah. Did you see... Um, you, you've seen About Time yet? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. Did you, you see... Uh, forget about Dread. Did you see classic film About, about Time? About Time? <laughs> no. Did, yeah. Yeah. So there's the impasse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we neither of us will always, see the other I movies. Almost really, <laughs> I almost confused. Always confused that with the Justin Timberlake was it out of time. What's about time. <laughs> see, you just did it. You just did it. Um, wait, you wait, don't wait. even know. You were gonna say all all of time or something like I that. I don't know. Well, we know out what, of time. Something. Let me time's check. up. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Time's up. Um, that's, a different, that's a different movie that's a different. now. Oh, Carl Urban is Clayface. It would be cool to get somebody um, that is is very diverse as a performer. You know who would make a really good Clayface? And I'm definitely projecting my own personal interest in this. Walton in Goggins. time. In time. Perfect. I knew it was some sort of phrase. Walton Goggins would make a really good Clayface. Um, a young Jim Carrey. Uh, you wouldn't even half the time you wouldn't even need to do prosthetics with the way he's able to manipulate his face. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it'd be cool if you got a group of actors with Clayface. You could even introduce a character that you later find out, like maybe Batman's talking to this woman. This woman he keeps running to that also is Clayface in one of his disguises. Be really cool. One of the saddest episodes of Batman the animated series was Clayface. Centric. He gets a lot of, there's a lot of wiggle room for him to be very depressing. Now, speaking of depressing, anyone that lives in the world of Godzilla is living in a basic hellscape, right? Especially after this movie, to the point where it's like, I actually don't know how you do 
because now it's one thing you're making sequels to like a, uh, a giant monster mukaiju movie but you're also kind of making sequels to like a post-apocalyptic movie it's basically mad max out there at this point with giant monsters that we pretend that things are okay and like monarchs trying to be taken down which is this corporate like this branch of the government that deals with this and they're like well you're to blame and okay. it's like that makes zero that makes no sense. sense i also want to point out i'm going to say that because we're not going to go into uh, spoilers right now so I'm going to say this in a way that's not spoiler-centric. The movie begins with a con- congressional hearing, right? Yeah. Think about the uh, the uh, D- think about just DC at the end of that movie. Yeah. Uh huh. Is it you mean is it trying to say something? No, I think that all those people are gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that tropic that tropical storm, storm moved yeah. very fast. I don't know, man. DC's underwater. Sorry, spoilers. DC's underwater at one point. I will tell you this. This movie is dumb as a bag of dumb. (laughs) It is the dumb. It is the more I think about it, the more dumb it is. Now, to be clear, even though DJ and I gave it the same score. Yes. I enjoyed it more. I had a good (laughs) time watching this movie. Yeah, it hurt my feelings. Even though, even laughing at all the parts that were stupid is like, well, it's got to be this. It's like, "Mm -hmm." I think. Wormholes. This is the dumbest movie I've seen this year. Yeah. And that's including Hellboy. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think I think it's a better put together movie, a more attractive movie to look at. Mm, yes, but I think it is dumber than Hellboy. I think it's about on par. No, even I, then, that's pretty rough. It is, but mm-hmm. I think the difference be- being that Hellboy, which there's a bunch of articles about it this week, just stop talking about the movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, why are we talking about it? Um, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but with that, that one felt like similarly they're both doing a lot of handshakes with the old property of like we have to talk about this mm-hmm. thing even though no one asked for yeah, it yeah, yeah. like in that movie where it's like guess we gotta spend 30 minutes with Baba Yaga is this gonna pay off in any way Mm-mm. I did We're, like the scene in her place though it meant nothing though it, it meant, did mean nothing it, but it was one of my favorite scenes in the movie so don't take that away from me at least uh-huh. there's nothing else in the movie though <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll fix it uh, no there's a lot you didn't see a lot of that happening in, in Godzilla a lot of can I fan service and stuff that are nods back to the original movies and properties that I didn't, I didn't think it needed to be there. <laughs> Can I tangent with you real quick? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you think we're in a position now where we're seeing a lot of movies more often, mm-hmm. you know, most of the major releases, right? Um, Do you think that affects our perception of other movies and other properties and what we're, what we're into and not into? I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. I will not watch a movie that is an original movie anymore. I say boo, <laughs> boo to no that. Thanks. I'll say boo to that. Oh, is this based off a serial property? I'll watch it. Yeah, Wait, yeah. this is an original story. Honeycomb, honeycombs, the bee. You're going to make a movie off that? Yeah. In sold. Honey, is a honey nut cheer? Is honeycombs? Is the crazy? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The crackhead who runs around. <laughs> That's supposed to be a dog, though. Wait, honey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that. like a Crash Bandicoot if it was left yeah. in the dryer. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Could you imagine yeah. a serial movie? See how exciting that it's is? Just, yeah. This is like a boring, like, but what does video games mean for my youth? I don't oh, care. Yeah. Is uh, is Tomb Raider showing up in it? Then I'll watch it. Yeah. Get out of here. No, none of these opinions are right or correct <laughs> these, or well These opinions said. are not reflective of, of myself. The, of, <laughs> of myself or the show. Yeah. Um, no, but like we see so much now. We're able to like compare other things like people like this is awful it's like oh, I don't know I saw Hellboy just a week ago this is pretty great compared to that you know what I mean like do you think it affects our opinions of other movies and properties and stuff no <laughs> no cool. alright cool no I mean that's easy yeah, uh, no yeah. I don't I don't think so because I can watch this movie and I can enjoy the parts that are there but I can still be like that's a bad, that's a bad yeah. movie um, well I was more thinking in, I guess I was more thinking in stuff that like 
<laughs> just because of where my brain's at, I still like I still keep getting bombarded with these articles ripping on the Game of Thrones finale, and it's like, wait, have you seen Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Though you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, probably not, you know, for a lot of people, it's like they, Game of Thrones was the one show they watched. They, the End Game's the one movie they went to see in the theaters. You know what I mean? And that's that makes sense. That's yeah. most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially since we're telling you, hey, maybe. I, but part also, of me is like, maybe see Godzilla on the biggest screen possible, but also maybe wait till it's on Redbox. Yeah, maybe <laughs> set up. You know, you always wanted to set up that projector in your living room to watch a big maybe, movie. Maybe now is the time. Maybe like a backyard movie day. You watch Godzilla, King of Monsters. In the comments, at friends, at friends like, uh, yes, and the Kool Aid movie. Whoa, <laughs> He's we gotta see through his so origins. many walls. Yeah, it's like the Hulk. Versus, um, wait, 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 so wait, wait you get mad and you turn into the Kool-Aid man? Or, or he's just mad. Like, he's built and he was like, what am I supposed to be? And it's like, you're supposed to sell yeah. uh, juice. And they're like, what? And they're like, and so he starts going on a rampage and he takes on like the Tropicana Orange mm-hmm. becomes like, he grows arms too. And yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. So it's, 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 it's artificial juice versus real juice. juice. By the way, I'm going to say this joke and I want to see if anybody uh, listening to this podcast will know what it's a reference to. Red salty juice. Moving yeah, on. I definitely don't. It's I not don't. blood. It's red salty juice. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, tell me later. All right, I'll t- I will tell you later. I'll show it to you later. It's it's a my one of my. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but let's let's we, we're talking a lot about juice here. Let's focus. <laughs> let's focus back on uh, Godzilla. You bring up an interesting point though when it comes to like our perception of these movies, but also just to kind of re- bring it back around. I think it's it's still not we. I still think you should be able to judge things separately in and not compare things to each other based yeah. on like quality. Like you can. But that doesn't change the overall opinion of the thing if you have expectations yeah. for it. Like, I always try to uh, tamper expectations to the best of my ability. But, uh, one, not everyone can do that. Also, no one should really be expected to do that. If they you hype them for a movie and it didn't deliver, then it didn't deliver. Yeah. You know? So, uh, which is so confusing because yeah. no one's happy in well, yeah, yeah, but it's, all, it's weird because I just remember thinking about it like... Uh, I, told, I think I told you after it's like you know my opinion on Infinity War was kind of based on other Marvel movies that I really loved like Black Thor Panther two, and Civil War Ant-Man and, and the Wasp yeah, yeah. Iron Man 2 yeah uh, uh, but like Black Panther Civil War stuff like that and so that's kind of what, what colored my opinion of Infinity War and then you watch something like this it's like oh, man, you know what maybe I was too hard on Infinity War because <laughs> yes. movie, movies like this exist yes agreed <laughs> agreed see mm-hmm. now your opinion's changed Mine didn't. <laughs> Mine didn't. No, change. but your opinion on what we were just talking about changed. Oh man, I'm too full of Chipotle right now to be able to figure out what you mean. <laughs> it's probably that's a good how point. we felt. That's how we felt about it. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Now, what is your association with the Godzilla franchise? The 1998 Kodak commercial where it, uh, Hank Azaria is buying Kodak film. Azaria is in the movie and in that commercial. Yeah, so he's buying it from the Kodak vending machine. You're yeah. like, that's not, that's the least believable thing in this <laughs> is that there was a Kodak vending machine. And then um, that used even to be back once, no, back in the day when you had film, uh, man, in the middle of that, like he could yeah. find one. They were they were around, but yeah. not as not as frequent. So he goes and buys it, and he puts in his camera like, oh, oh, and he takes a picture, and that's right when the foot comes down, and he's in between the toes, yeah. so he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I found out later about like, oh, so the 98 one came out as a kid, like my younger brother dressed up as Godzilla yeah. for Halloween. He was scared of the mask, so he couldn't wear the mask, but the the hood part of it came all the way around his hair. Love it. Um, so he just carried the mask. Yeah. Um, so like we were aware, but we only watched like bits and pieces of him, like knocking no. down buildings and stuff. Yeah. Um, I vaguely remembered like the eggs hatching, you know, like in Madison Square Garden. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. So the costume your brother had was of the 98. From- oh. Yeah, I mean, it's also we're kids. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they it just may- bums me out that he didn't have like the cool one for reference. You know Did- what I mean? 
did, did they make those costumes? That were Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, I was seeing those movies on TV when I was a kid. <laughs> this is a nerd over here. Yeah. We're watching Ferris Bueller fight <laughs> Punch Godzilla in the face. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah, that was my first reference. And then when I got a little older, they're like, oh, a new Godzilla movie's coming out. I was like, whoa, cool. So we sat down and watched it. And it was a Japanese one where this spaceship crash landed and then became like a metal, like, not a not a robot kind of, but it like swallowed, tried to swallow Godzilla. Yeah, sounds and then about it, right. And then the end, they made so many of those movies. They Godzilla destroys the city, and I was like, oh man, one Godzilla doesn't look as cool as the other one in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I get that. Because uh, he's not sleek, <laughs> yeah. you know, '90s sleek, mm-hmm. edged font, Fast and the Furious font. You know, the yeah, edged, boom. Yeah. That's what they made Godzilla. Uh, like. That's what it looks like. Um, and it it, it ends sad. So mm-hmm. I was like, as a kid, I'm like. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Godzilla wins? Why is, yeah. why is he burning down the city? I thought mm-hmm. that was... He's a good guy. Yeah. Super confusing for me as a kid. And then when I got older, I really, you understand more and more of it. Yeah. Like King from, Kong being electrified, and he comes and fights mm-hmm. Godzilla. He is electrified in that movie. I hope they, they've got to at least reference it in the new one. They referenced, out. oh, so much garbage in this movie. A lot. I For me, I grew up with uh, Godzilla for some reason. I just... They, there was a toy line when I was a kid that, of the original Godzilla and a lot of his antagonists, inclu- including like his 90s antagonists, like Bilent. Batra, we talked a little bit about. Bat is evil Mothra. Yeah, uh, Space Godzilla, which actually looks pretty cool. Space Godzilla is fun. Um, but uh, I remember when I was young, one of my earliest memories, I was in the living room. Godzilla movie was on TV. I probably told the story before. And at the end of the movie, classic like like Jason or, or Michael, classic uh, horror movie ending, Godzilla gets thrown down into a volcano. I was like, uh-oh, Godzilla's dead. We killed him. And I cried because I'm like, are there no, there's not going to be any, because I had no never context again. as a kid. I was like, never. They killed Godzilla. I'm not going to get any more Godzilla movies. No, it was the, they've made hundreds more. I can almost guarantee hundreds more since that, whenever that movie came out. Oh, baby Godzilla is the next one. I, or Godzuki, however you want to. See, you said that, and I still don't believe that that was a real I thing. No, it was 100% a real thing. It was on Cartoon Network when I was a child. But I will say, uh, do you remember the ad campaign for the 98 Godzilla one where they, there was a huge thing about until they revealed the new design for Godzilla oh no like it was you a big tail, mystery maybe? yeah you saw the tail and the foot and like what's it gonna look like and I drew and there was a contest where you could draw and submit it in and I drew one for fun because I just drew a lot when I was a kid I drew my whole a whole Godzilla universe with a lot of other monsters that were I think based off the Primal Fury I think that's what that fighting game was called like Primal Rage or Primal Fury I don't know anyway I drew it I didn't submit it Turns out it looks almost exactly like I was able to get enough from the trailers. Like, yeah, this is what it's going to look like. Hey, if you saw the font, you kind of got you it. You kind of figured it out. Yeah, the whole Fast and Furious font. Um, but yeah, so that movie was a letdown even as a kid. Even as that was that and Phantom Menace and Batman and Robin were movies I saw as a kid. And it, it's you're too young to be able to articulate. You don't understand that some movies might not be good. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And you leave the theater and you're like, I don't feel right. And it's because you just didn't like it. And you just, as a kid, you can't articulate that the movie wasn't very good. And, uh, and then during that same time, Iron Giant comes out and that one bombs the box office. So I think everyone in the world is a little backwards on what mm-hmm. kind of movies they should be The seeing. 90s were a backwards time, man. It's, uh, look at the fonts. Smash um, Mouth. Smash. I think that's early 2000s. But By the way, I'm pretty sure Smash Mouth is a ska band. And I don't think anyone can really fight me on it mm-hmm. because I have evidence. Yeah. <laughs> they may have pivoted. Hold on. I've got, I've got a back backlog of evidence you here know, that i'm going to share with you You know that song why can't we be friends no I have a version of it that is has the longest reprieve at the end mm-hmm. where it just repeats why can't we be friends for about three minutes cool and it was on their first album any hoozles <laughs> uh smash mouth versus godzilla yeah uh when it comes to monster movies though like uh, i mean and also godzilla like I, I when it came to the 2014 one i'm like oh my god we have the technology now yeah. we can actually make this look 
really cool. And those, that ad campaign for the first Godzilla movie was unbelievably impressive. You yeah. mentioned it's the 2001 Space Odyssey score, which yeah, it which is. By, I rewatched trick, it. By the way, like it's a, that's way to just make your movie seem way more deep than it actually oh, is. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you see like the halo jumpers and yeah. like coming in next to Godzilla. Such a cool idea because that's such a larger than life activity already. Yeah. And that it doesn't, it, it in You got the scale, cool visual because of, like the, the storm clouds and they have the flares on them. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really, they even used it for the poster and stuff like that. It's a really cool campaign, and then it becomes a character-driven story that where they don't have enough time or an idea of how to write the characters, so you are bored. Yeah. You're bored through a Godzilla movie, which is impressive. Um, I didn't have that problem. I wasn't bored. I did think, obviously, the characterization is not the best, um, uh, but I, I personally liked the, the delayed release of, like, waiting to get to the moment where Godzilla really Godzilla's out. I think you could do that. No. With a shorter movie. Like I think Yeah, it's a shorter long and movie. also like a better I think I, I don't you know what? I honestly don't know, especially after watching this movie, because this going into this it felt like it was the movie that was gonna nail it. And it's like I don't know what when they go to make these movies like what are they trying to do? Because it's obviously they don't obviously the creators don't care about the people. Mm-hmm. You know so what why I mean? are you making and so this is the weird thing too with this movie I got the feeling he didn't the, the people behind it didn't care about the people and they also didn't care about the fights they cared about the monsters like let's like the monsters look cool they look did. cool what do they do when they do it ah, who cares as long as the monsters look cool the fights don't need to really look that cool like it just it, that it happens is what matters um, which is just weird I think for me and you disagree and we're, we'll fight about this till the day we both die mm-hmm. um, like two monsters locked in battle I think I think Kong for me did a good job of the fights are cool the world is Skull Island is cool the characters are fun archetypes which is all you really need it's like hunter guy photography lady soldiers cool you know what I mean and then you and then you populate it with enough actors that that provide a little bit of texture of character like you, just enough that like oh I believe that's a person just because I like Shea Wiggum mm-hmm. and the fact that he's in that role makes me get a slight perception of this as a person that's all you need and then you're off to the races you know what I mean and so the monsters are cool the world's cool we're having fun and it's subversive enough it's it's subversive enough about like hey maybe war is pointless maybe like I'm gonna do the big heroic sacrifice maybe that doesn't matter yeah there's <laughs> There is that there. Yeah. The movie is highly rated, so it's like, hey, no. could it not been for me? I think, I don't even know if this is a real criticism, but I'll put it out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got too famous of people to play all the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, Toby Kebbell, yeah. that guy's got to be important, and he's not. And you're like, I feel like I'm being jerked around yeah. in this movie a little bit. I feel that's a real criticism. I'll John, that. John C. Riley, and also I think adds a lot of heart to that movie and the way they wrap him up with that character I thought was meaningful. Favorite parts are when you can tell that he's ad-libbing mm-hmm. and it's like, this is not the movie to ad-lib, but I still, those are my favorite mm-hmm. parts where it's like, I, I could kill you right now. Like he whispers mm-hmm. that. It's like, yeah. this doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah, yeah. for the movie, but I do like the line you're saying. Yeah. And it had a sweet ending there. Yeah, the movie kind of washed over me. Even yeah. though I had, man, I fought for that movie because I remember you were not excited to go see that I was movie. not. And neither were a lot of people and i was like no it can be good yeah and then i, I went in with way yeah. too high of expectations i got burned i got bit you got bit by your own expectations that movie made me feel the same way i did about the first pacific rim where i had expectations that were way yeah. too high and that movie especially is, we were working at source at the time mm-hmm. and they came back and like it's the best movie of the year it's gonna whatever and it's, it's like, just yeah, okay it's, yeah. it's some fun ideas with like the 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 flow between the people who have to use the mech together cool yeah and I also that was a part of the um, yeah, yeah it's super important mm-hmm. you gotta share memories or whatever 
um one person dies if they use it what a horrible design flaw yeah um, yeah and uh and it was cool we're like glados's voices with the, the yeah. voice of the thing super for like nerds it seemed like a fun idea also the monsters look cool yes um I mean, mechs looks cool mechs look cool and like you're like oh i could definitely see that as like a toy if i was a kid yeah. and then it just kind of it was flat it felt yeah. flat and like idris elba again yet too famous of a person there. Mm-hmm. we thought it was gonna be you don't want any famous people in your monster movies no i want it to surprise me mm-hmm. and if they're in there i already think it's gonna be great mm-hmm. uh, it must be a me problem but maybe, I'll blame maybe you're them. not a monster movie person no i want to be yeah okay i want to be yeah well your giant's kind of a monster movie no Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's not. No, I mean, he's, he's big, but it's not, not, but not the, the real same. monster is the American war complex. I mean, that's uh, you go, roll your eyes, but it's, yeah, that uh, is what go, it's about. No, also, but that's the real monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, though. I can In general. Shrek's a monster movie. No. It is. He's a monster. Yeah, I mean, he is a monster. But the real monster it is, is the kings <laughs> we met along the way. <laughs> So, do you oh, want to... Re- I wanted to... Sorry. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I did so have a you, purpose. Wait, well, hold on. There was a point to this. Hold I'm all on. full of Chipotle. I can't yeah. keep... I need my goddamn thoughts straight. Um, Pacific Rim was a disappointment. But now my expectations were so low. Pacific Rim 2 actually did a like an okay job as a monster movie for me. I know that movie's bad. Yeah. I know it is. It makes very little sense. Charlie from It's Always Sunny yeah, yeah, brings yeah. out his little worms, and they put a... The monsters into bigger monsters, yes. and you're like, "Where'd those come from?" And you're like, "It doesn't matter. Like, no. I don't care. It's just a monster movie." Yeah. Why did I like that one more than this? Oh, what are your thoughts on Cloverfield? The first one? Yeah. I, was there more? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Cloverfield. Sorry, the one yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very disappointed in it. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm like, this is cool world building, but again, and it wasn't about bad characters. It was just I. I've only watched it once, and I watched it as a kid. I thought it was going to be a. a a more coherent movie yeah. than a found footage than found footage. Yeah. It actually is one of the truest like found footage movies where there are no answers. It is mm-hmm. just someone's point of view and that's it. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I did definitely did not want that. Yeah. I was like 12 or 13, maybe 15. Yeah. I was a little older. Super disappointing for me because yeah. I wanted a story and yeah. there's not really. Yeah. It's just a survival thing. Also, it wasn't fun, especially when you get into the tickers and they're like ripping people apart. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I always thought there was there was some merit in like kind of rooting for the monster because like yeah, Godzilla's destroying the city, but you're kind of rooting for him too. The second those little tickers are ripping people apart, it's like oh no, I don't. This isn't fun. Also, I will say, about 20 minutes after I saw that movie, I got one of the worst headaches of my life. Oh, because yeah, yeah. the only time I've ever gotten motion sickness from a found footage movie was Blair Witch, the first one, mm-hmm. and I watched it on a small TV and yeah. that gave me motion sickness. I was like, wow, this. You sucks. watched it on iPhone, an inch from your face. Yeah. And you're like, why am I getting feeling uh, sick from this? Excuse me, iPod video, <laughs> so it's even smaller. <laughs> Get it straight. That's no, man. and I guess it is motion sickness, but I didn't. It was weird because I didn't feel sick at the time. It was like delayed reaction. Suddenly, it's like I guess it was because you're. It's trying too hard to focus on what was going on. Yeah, I stared at uh, fireworks a lot when I was a kid, and that gave me headaches the go. next day. And I was like, "Why is this? Why do I feel <laughs> sick?" And it's like because I was staring at a strobe light for about three hours. Who could what, have thought why did this happened? So let's go. Why do into, I have glasses? I think I think we've delayed enough. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some spoilers because there's definitely some things I want to vent about about this movie. Uh, yeah, Ghidorah is an alien, and everyone's like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, "Wait, hold on." It. It's in the tropical storm. So they they this was another it starts issue I think I had had with the movie that Godzilla confronts Ghidorah like thirty minutes in, mm-hmm. and the rest of the movie is just a prolonged fight between the two of them where it's like there's pauses and then we come back to it and it never gets more exciting. It's just the the fight goes on. You know what I mean? Uh, and then they lose Ghidorah and it's like yeah we lost him in this tropical storm and then they move on as if 
nobody in the room suggests like wait based on there? based on what we've seen these creatures do and like two seconds ago there wasn't a tropical storm yeah, and now, yeah. two now seconds there, later, is, there is and he's in there maybe he is the storm and they're like later they're like wait it he is. is the storm and then his head grows back because of course it does and they're like well that defies all as if an atomic breathing giant lizard wasn't weird they're like well, oh yeah that defies all logic and they're like well based on these ancient stories we're able to and they bring up including like paintings from the renaissance era like according to all these ancient documents he's probably an alien they're like oh that explains it yeah gotta be gotta be there's a pterodactyl that just came out of a volcano and is still spewing fire i do like the idea that they built a cage around that for no reason mm-hmm. <laughs> literally but you could have just sat right next to it and yeah. it wouldn't have done anything else. yeah you just wasted a lot of people's time and money yeah 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 yeah, that was dumb. And then they're like, oh, we got to go find uh, Godzilla. And that was a Godzilla city down, way down in the sub hollow earth ocean, whatever. <laughs> so that, that city may have been at ground level or could have been sea levels changed yeah. and whatever. But it had to have sunk down into the hollow earth. Hold on. Because you talked about sea levels changing, which now I'm curious. Are there any ancient cities that are underwater now because of sea level change? But also... To have changed that drastically is stupid. What are, what are these movies trying to say about? Like they're like two seconds away from like ancient aliens, flat Earth, or shit. Like yeah. these movies are like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only time. That's the only world where this could exist, and people were still didn't kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there wouldn't be like mass suicides because yeah. it's like uh, you know that mammoth that just mm. annihilated like the the major populous city near us. I'd yeah. be like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, 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 people saw people saw Godzilla enough back in the day to make hieroglyphs of them mm-hmm. and we're still like nah yeah no we know where one's sleeping right now instead of a tourist trap yeah pyramid and in china, Amer- it's in oh, china. china. oh that was yeah. in china oh, okay china. you can stretch yeah, yeah. that out a little bit maybe you didn't know yeah it's it was, not like china's one of the most populous na- they, nations in the entire planet but you know it's hey, maybe. second yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, silly it's yeah. second we're third Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Cool. India number one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Number one. Number, number one. one. Number one. Yeah. It's not so us in that th- situation. We're th- chanting for somebody else yeah. being number one. Uh, yeah, no. Atlantis exists, and they fed volcano stuff to Godzilla. Also, another really stupid line, like, uh, villain Vera Farmiga gets a speech that's 100% out of the Thanos playbook to the point where I was like, wait, when was this? Did they write this after? It was one of those classic Infinity situations War? where they write during the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing the VFX and they're writing the script at the so, same time. So uh, she's like, with the balance of the Earth, we got to let them... Which, to be honest, the logic, if these guys represent natural order, which I'm fine with them representing, and they're to bring balance back, fine. But she's like, look, wherever they go, plant life comes back, fine. If they stop right there, but comma. Their radiation mm-hmm. promotes plant growth. That does Wait. that that actually, that that is a classic sci-fi trope. What there there is some, but we're watching Chernobyl right now, and we know that that's, that's not true. <laughs> there are different kinds of radiation. That being said, <laughs> atomic breath, which I'm guessing is just like venting a nuke, yeah, is coming out of him. That shouldn't do anything. But also, it's magic. Yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. is space magic. It doesn't yeah. matter. Don't worry, Godzilla is a natural species that existed on this world. It's fine. He knows what he's doing. He's our friend. We're his pet. 
It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's um, fine. I did want to read a couple. I asked for like some of their best favorite giant movies on, yes, the, yes, on, yes. on the Discord. Caitlin Conway threw out Disney's Hercules. Great example. You have a Hydra. You have a King Ghidorah in there. Yeah. That one's that's a. You know, I know you don't like it, but but uh, it's also not a monster movie. But go on. Uh, you are, you and your you <laughs> and your dumb dictionary. I, I need it verified by okay. professionals. Okay. Pacific Rim from Danny M. That's okay. Robots vs. Kaiju. Uh, Unicorns and... Tra- no, Unicron from Transformers. Uh, that's from Danny Boy. Mm-hmm. Unicorn would be cool. Big yeah. cybernetic one. Uh, Giant unicorn in this Kaiju nightmare universe. A lot of Pacific Rim shoutouts. Okay, here's this one. All right? Okay. Choke on this one. Eight-Legged Freaks from Supermac. You ever okay. seen that? No. Monster movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiders eat... Hair conditioner, I think, and they get bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, mining leads to big. You get it. David Arquette versus young Scarlett Johansson's versus tarantulas. Yeah. Did you know those spiders that make trap doors? Trap yeah. door spiders. Yeah. They take out a bunch of ostriches in that movie. That's pretty cool. It is. That movie's hilarious. That's awesome, and it's meant to be, right? Yeah. It's oh, to be, it's yeah. so. It's yeah. It's a hundred percent a joke. Cool. There's a there's a tease at the end where like a guy laughs who was off screen for a little bit. Like, where'd he go? I don't know. He laughs and he has like gold teeth now. Mm-hmm. And when this camera fades to black, it looks like spider's fangs, and you're mm-hmm. like. I have no idea what this means. He might be a spider. Yeah. I have no idea. Did he make them? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, Colossal is getting a shout out from this Raw 13. You know, I've wanted, I think that's streaming on Hulu and I've been meaning to watch it. That's from our, our buddies over at Legion M. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I want to, mm-hmm. I, I want to watch that movie. Uh, Bear McCreary did the music for what? him. What? Man, what's his Wait, schedule Wait, I think he did. Like? Yeah, he's a busy guy. He's got a big like studio. I've been there and did an interview with him. He that's did uh, the score for Godzilla King of the Monsters, but he's also, I've seen his name pop up on because he's doing an it's a shield god of war yeah that's a pretty score yeah. he's done uh 10 cloverfield lane i like that movie not a monster movie but you know in the same I, universe. that's my favorite of the cloverfield movies yeah and then the third one's pretty much my worst man i really <sighs> like that when it aired and then i thought about it for two seconds and i was like yeah this uh um, yeah. makes one it doesn't make any sense and smart and it's i don't know if it's a trick netflix will ever be, ever be able to pull off way to get people excited for that like right after super bowl we'll drop it and just so everybody's like oh it, I've never been surprised by a movie like this. And it, before you even realize it's bad, you're already watching it. Netflix has got your view. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Shin Godzilla from Supermac is getting a... I want to see that as well. Um, I would like to see that as well. Um, and Iron Giant Count, question mark, from Kate Houlihan. We determined it does, it does not. It does. No, it does not. James and the Giant Peach. Well, it's a giant peach. Well, well hold mm. on. We didn't agree. We yeah. have a disagreement at the table. And now we got two against one. So... <laughs> Guess we're gonna have to throw it up to the Discord, or people can tweet at us at uh, Only Stupid Answers. You have the awesome. There we go. Uh, James and the Giant Peach is gonna some love. Uh, do you think um, someone Danny MS wears his movie? And you're showing me a picture of the what's this? Jolly guy? Green Giant. Jolly Green Giant. You ever seen Demolition? You'll get Man? there. No, unfortunately. Oh, there's the joke. It was it. streaming for a second, and then the second I went to go watch it, was done. It wasn't streaming anymore. There's a joke that in the future, for some reason, we've lost all our music, but only jingles have made it. And so, mm-hmm. like, they're at a fancy restaurant and they're playing all the jingles from old commercials, <laughs> and they're That's like, funny. "This is classical music." Yeah. Right? And so they're doing the Jolly Green Giant Giant song. That's and Taco Bell's fancy food. Yep. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that one. That's the only thing that has gotten out of that movie yeah. is that Taco Bell's. Uh, and Wesley Snipes' hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's a, psycho, a psychopath in that movie. Yep. Uh, and in Blade. Uh, Attack on Wesley Titan. Snipes is a... By the way, Wesley Snipes is an incredibly ta- talented actor and also gets a great cameo in our episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, so funny. Look at him on Skype. Mm-hmm. He's got great internet. Yeah. Um, uh, and live-action Attack on Titans is bo- bonkers. I've heard nothing but bad things about the live-action Attack yeah. on Titan movies from, from Japan. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and there's a shout out here for robot robo robot jocks. What? Jocks who are robots, but they're just big robots. I'm guessing this is like an yeah. asylum. Yeah, room. it has to be. <laughs> Which, by the way, they follow me on Twitter now, and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Pitch them, them a movie, should Sam. We, should we bring them on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's 100%. talk about the movies. Also, we should pitch them a movie. Yeah, yeah. Which one? We'll talk about it after. All right, King of the Monsters, but Sam, more. For those of listening at home, Sam's looking at me like I'm making a bit, and I'm definitely not. He's I think we should. I think we should pitch them a movie. He might be making a bit. Uh, ooh, uh, we had some comments in the chat saying Ryan, Ryan Kevin said, "I stand by Hercules being the best Disney movie." Strong opinion, but Whoa. also uh, three shells. That's the other thing that got out of Demolition Man. So I appreciate you making that comment. Also, Godzilla fighting games. I've never played one, and I don't. I'm not really familiar with them, but it, they sound like something I would see at a blockbuster video game. Section. Yeah, I could feel 100%. it. I could feel it in the air. Other other really dumb bit from Godzilla King of the Monsters that I just gotta get off my chest is the oxygen bomb. They they cut to like a Skype call with a general guy from the first movie, mm-hmm. and he just looks so tired. Yeah, he's just is. so oh, yeah. like I can't believe I'm having to say this shit. And he's just like, yeah, we built a bomb. It uh, gets rid of oxygen. We're gonna see, hope it kills these guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. And because it it's like. What? Yeah, we never like, deal with what that. Is the, for one, I think you brought up... Do we even know that they breathe oxygen? Godzilla was just under the water. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. I, I, mean? I, think, like, I think he's more referencing in this the chemical reaction which the bomb is interacting with, where hydrogen bombs are more reactive with hydrogen. And that's like, it's not as prevalent in the... I mean, it just it depends on how the chemical reaction is happening within the bomb. Mm-hmm. And so oxygen is literally... They picked a different element okay. that would be prevalent... In the atmosphere, mm-hmm. which makes it like more feel like more dangerous. Yeah. It, overall, it sounded stupid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, we got a nuke at one time, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like, well, but now this is super nuke. And then there was the time that Ghidorah lifts Godzilla up to like cloud level, and then drops him, and suddenly he's moving like a comet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As if he's re-entering the atmosphere. Super cool. Boston's Oof. gone, and it's all Billy Bobby Brown's uh, It was fault. so wasted. What a talented young actress. The idea of having a kid be your your eyes and ears through one of these journeys. Jurassic Park used it incredibly well. I referenced Jurassic Park in a review. And she's, and she's in all the advertising because the people that cut the trailers together knew this is what your audience is going to care about. And then she's barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's all Kyle Chandler. We've had enough the Kyle Chandler type not only... Not necessarily that actor, but the character he's playing is the bland center of almost all of these movies. Make it Millie Bobby Brown. Come well, on. It's What's great is that he's a photographer, but he understood every biological and military see, tactic. you assume just because the first thing we see him do is take pictures is that his position was photographer. I understood he was some animal scientist and he would just happen to be taking pictures of the wolves the movie works as part better. of his animal science the movie works better for me that he's a photographer okay fair enough fair enough i'm not going to take that from you then. yeah it's I'm the not way take i can it from enjoy you. it by the way since we're in spoilers uh, hopefully you've seen the movie there is an after credit scene not only is kong teased heavily throughout the movie which i, I like the that they too. didn't try to like be candid with like oh is kong coming yeah we know he's coming but at the end, Charles Dance, which, by the way, was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Charles Dance is in the, the uh, Ian McShane School of Acting, where I could literally listen to you say any type of garbage, and I would be invested. Uh, his eco-terrorists, a uh, group of people buy, which, how are they funded? Where do they get their eco-terrorism money? Whatever. They buy uh, King Ghidorah's severed head, which I think is supposed to tease Mecha Ghidorah, which is something that happens. 
As silly it, as these movies have gotten, it's like, are you are you able to go that silly? Maybe it's like Zombie Ghidorah. I'd buy that cool. more. And you brought this up, and I actually thought this was a really good point on your part, that maybe that's what Kong... Because, of course, Kong and Godzilla got to team up at the end to fight something. That would actually be a pretty good team-up bad guy. They take it themselves out, and all monsters go away, and then the world goes back to normal. <laughs> Godzilla got rid of global warming, and then he went away. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll give one last shout-out before we wrap up, that the mammoth that they created for this movie was pretty cool. Agreed. Uh, as an idea of that, like, coming out, like, one day, I'm like, that would be <laughs> terrifying. And just the visual of like being a mammal in comparison to the, like one's an insect, one's a lizard. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, having a mammal in there is pretty cool. Uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing the other ones too. It does raise questions oh, about how it eats. Evolution. How it eats, yes, but also how evolution works in this world. Well, yeah, not, 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 not a lot of stuff <laughs> in this movie makes a lot of sense if you look at it at all. Um, but, you know, give a well, shout-out to Thomas Middleditch. Wait, so... Oh, no, no, no. If you're going to try to explain no, why they're on. all together... So wait, then, so wait, are these, am I supposed to understand, Sam, that these things are pre-dinosaurs? But they're around with people. But with the mammoth, how does that work? Was he a later addition? Was he an ice age? <laughs> Mammoths were around with people. And if people worship Godzilla, like mammoths were around by the time we built the pyramids see, in you Giza. Could, you could say that they came out around post-dinosaur pre-people. Yeah. But then what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you add rules yeah. and that they can't be aliens, because if they were aliens, who cares? Yeah. But they're not. Or an alien something other happened that made them. Yeah. But no, they're not. They're evolution. So this movie's rough. But you know, overall, <laughs> if you want to have two beers with your pals and you're going to go see a movie, this could be one of them. Aladdin's also a movie out right now that I had more fun watching. Mm-hmm. I, I think Endgame's still in theaters. So Rocket John Man. Wick. Rocket Man. John Wick or Endgame. Do no. that. What do we thought? What are we no. Why do we recommend anything else? Go watch those two movies. Easy peasy. But gang, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for, uh, to Jared, uh, Caitlin, Kevin, Efren, Danny Boy, Danny M, everyone else, who jo- Wendy S, for joining us live on Patreon. You can join us 15 bucks a month. You can get so much. You can get audio podcasts, video podcasts. You can get uh, special thank you videos that we're putting out right now. Hot dang, gang. You're getting oh so much. And you can join our Discord. We can talk about all this stuff. And someone can talk to me about Chernobyl because DJ's just not watching it at my, my speed. Sorry. You know I don't watch anything at your speed. Yeah, but you're also I'm four weeks season, late. I'm still in season four of... Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Taking your time. I like it. I like enjoying stuff. Uh, I enjoy it. I just yeah. enjoy it quicker. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Kevin, you're going to enjoy John Wick 3. You're going to have a blast. But, gang, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Yes. And uh, also, if you're part of our $50 tier on Patreon, that's the producer tier. So, quick shout out to Caitlin, Danny, Catherine, and Matt for uh, being producers behind the scenes. We you appreciate guys, it. You guys helped us out. And uh, make sure you subscribe to Might Be Awesome on YouTube for more deep dives into everything that you love. DJ, any plugs? Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you.